All right, welcome back to Beer Quest. Uh, another another uh, fun episode. Um, today I'm at uh, Dry Hop. It's uh, 3155 North Broadway, and it's a it's not just a brewery. It's a restaurant meets brewery, and, and, and I think it's called where the kitchen meets the beer the brew. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a brew pub. Brew you know, pub. We, okay, we I didn't want to call it brew pub. <laughs> Uh, I'm joined by Adrian and Brant, who are the, Brant is the brewmaster, right? Am I correct? Yeah, head brewer, brewmaster. Head brewer, brewmaster. And Adrian, uh, which, uh, funny story, I uh, met Adrian maybe like, I don't know, in the summer or something like that. And yeah, I was bartending at a motor room. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we were just talking about beer, and then we came up with this good idea uh, about just doing podcasts, going around, talking about you know, breweries and, and, and the stories behind the breweries and just talking about stuff, not just, you know, getting drunk and whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, that's and, uh, where the idea grew. Yeah. And then that's where it came from. And here we are uh, doing it. <laughs> yeah. Some fun nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you guys uh, are categorized as a brew pub. Brew pub basically is like, I, I don't know, is brew pub like politically correct or, or is that like uh, you want to call it where... You know the fork meets the I don't know. No, we're very happy. Just yeah. happy with brew we're pub. very happy with <laughs> brew pub. Yeah, we we like to be associated as a brew pub. We like people talking about our food. Right. Maybe not as much as our beer, but. Uh, <laughs> and what's cool about the brew pub is that uh, it's 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 where basically where where it's not just about beer. Everything created here is based on you know like the, the menu stuff is based on. The beers you make, right? Yeah, the original menu was based on, it was going to be, the kitchen was going to work around us, was the original concept. It was real, originally going to be a shared plates concept. Mm-hmm. We've sort of evolved into that to a little bit more of an upscale bar food, for a lack of a better term. Right. Uh, we have a killer burger. We've got a killer chicken sandwich, but they're all a little bit elevated Okay. from like a TGI Fridays. Or yeah. So I, I heard about the burger, a friend of mine. She's like, oh, we got to go to uh, Dry Hop. They have some amazing burgers. And, and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to try to do my uh, podcast there. So maybe when I do the podcast, we can all go hang out and just eat and, you know, do the podcast. But um, she's at work. <laughs> and uh, I'm off this week. So, eh. Oh, well, her loss. Oh, well, Next her time. loss. <laughs> I'll enjoy the burger on my own. Uh, yeah, the burger has been getting some notoriety around town as nice. one of the... One of the better ones One out the there. Best. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Everything so everything here is pretty good, though. You know, shrimp and grits are good. The pork chop's good. Um, the kitchen does a good job of coming out with specials based around whatever seasonal beers we might have on. So right. Stuff that won't necessarily be on a menu, but, uh, you know, your server will tell you about it. And they'll, they'll come up right. with like a fish vessel or, you know, whatever whatever they feel like cooking up. So, so do you guys, do you guys uh, get together and, and, and talk with the chef and say, okay, look, this is a... Uh, this is the ingredients of the IPA, and this is what I think should go as a food. Uh, yeah. yeah, like the, the 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 kitchen does a good job of like approaching us and talking about what we have coming up and coming out with ideas that we think might go good with them. So it goes both ways. We'll let them know what beers we have coming up, or sometimes they'll look at it and be like, "Oh, I think this would go really good with that." Like, right. it goes yeah. kind of like we both feed off each other. Okay. Way, you know? So yeah. you've never created anything and say, "Okay, you know what? I got a great burger. You know what I should make." A beer that goes with that burger. Yeah, we've done a couple collaborations. We did an oyster stout a little, oh, wow. about a year and a half ago. That was a direct collaborative effort with the with the kitchen. 
Um, we do dry hop is besides being a hop centric brew pub, right. we're also known for doing a lot of collaborations around town. Uh, in the early going, before we were even a brew pub or a brewery, we did a lot of collaborations with existing Chicago breweries, and uh, it's sort of time in our minds to pay it forward. So we do still continue to do a lot of collaborative beers right. with whether it be established breweries or up and comers. We try to do that. And uh, we want to get the kitchen a little bit more involved. We went through a little bit of a regime change and Joel mm. uh, Pillar took over and Jeff took over and they're really into the beer aspect. So we tried to incorporate them a little bit more. Uh, last week we released our uh, Atomic Punk, which is our Imperial Red Ale mm-hmm. uh, for St. Patty's Day, and the kitchen came up with a lamb shepherd's pie. Oh, wow. So we do Wednesday night events. One day, one one week a month, it's usually a collaborative effort, and we'll do a tap takeover with that brewery. Okay. We let the kitchen pair something with the with the uh, beer one, one Wednesday, and right. then we mix and match that together. So we run those specials usually from... Uh, October until uh, May. Okay, cool. So I guess we can go back to uh, uh, how did it all start, like the idea of, of dry hop, and, and why the name dry hop? Because dry hop is actually a process, right? When like when you're doing the brewery. Uh, so do you guys actually do that? Because you yeah, call it dry hop. I'd say probably a good eighty percent of our beers are dry hopped. Probably okay. probably more than that actually. Um, it originally started out as a concept to be a growler bar. So we wanted you to, I don't know, go to Redbox, rent a movie, and on your way back to your apartment, stop in and get a growler. Mm-hmm. It sort of evolved into the brew pub concept from the standpoint that in order to sell a pint, we needed to have a kitchen. Okay. So, and that was a very important part of our business model was right. that we need to sell pints in order to sell the volume and go through the volume of beer needed to Turn a profit, basically. Right. So now it's like rent your uh, red box, get some food, and a growler. Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And so the uh, Lakeview East and the Alderman basically said, if you guys want to sell pints, you need to have a kitchen. Okay. And it evolved into that. Okay. So I was the first hire from the company. In uh, my first day with the company was October 31st, Halloween Day, 2011, and nice. then. Uh, Got to know Adrian through, uh, he had a homebrew collaborative called Corazon. Okay. And really liked his beers, really met him at a couple off-tasting classes that we did, that we ran uh, with Haymarket uh, Pub and Brewery. Mm. And pretty much knew I wanted Adrian to be the lead brewer at Dry Hop. So we oh, pers- nice. pursued Adrian and he signed on about... Well, he signed on about six months before we were open. Okay. And he officially started about three months before we opened. Okay. Yeah, I remember uh, we were chatting about that. And he was, it was really cool because, like, when I went to uh, Motoro, uh, he, like, showed us, you know, like, where they brew the beer and stuff. And yeah, I mean, we have a good relationship with Frank Lassandrello, yeah. the owner of Motoro, and Adrian was uh, – was working in the tap room there and has, right. has a re- better relationship with Frank than I do. Right. I like Frank and we're, we're good friends. But Frank's okay. He's all right. Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. <laughs> I never got to meet him, but uh, uh, I don't know. He's a nice guy. <laughs> no, he's, he's great. He's so, great. yeah, Adrian did actually did a pilot batch of a beer that we were going to do a dry hop, and the owner, Greg Schuff, here was a little hesitant. Mm. It was a peanut butter ginger beer. Okay. Uh, I guess he should be hesitant. And yeah. <laughs> 
Adrian brought up, why don't we do a pilot batch of it? And Motoro was kind enough to uh, do the pilot batch. Greg really liked it, so we ended up brewing it as a collaborative effort at Dry Hop with Motoro. Oh, nice. So. That's pretty cool. So uh, the owner here has is, is been around for a minute, right? Uh, doing, he started off as a home brewer. Yeah, and then he was uh, yeah Greg Schuff. He went to Siebel in Domans. So right. he did the whole the whole program where you go to Munich. Uh, he interned at Schlafly, you know, yeah. and then he did started a nano brewery in Indy called Last Bay Beer Company, which is actually still our LLC. Oh yeah, and uh, came here and uh, moved to Chicago in 2011 as well. So he's been. I, when I was hired, he was kicking around the idea for close to a year before okay. I came on. That's pretty cool. What's what's your background? I mean, um, I started professionally brewing. I started home brewing in '98. Started professionally brewing at Lancaster Brewing Company in Lancaster, PA, in April of 2004. From there, I went to Pittsburgh uh, Church Brew Works, and I was at the Church Brew Works pretty close to seven years. And I've uh, been here since 2011, so five years here almost. Okay. When I, when I was reading uh, uh, the info they have about you on the website, it said he moved to Chicago from church. And I, <laughs> and I didn't see the other part. It was Brew Works. And, and yeah. I was like, oh, you know. So, yeah, the church pastor brewer. Yeah, it's a pastor brewer. <laughs> yeah, Church uh, Brew Works has been around since 96. So, okay. Uh, Brian Pearson, uh, my mentor in the business, was uh, the head brewer there for 10 years. And when he... He bought into a yeast lab in Colorado called Brewing Science Institute. Okay. He recommended me for the head brewer's job there. And so I was, for a year and a half, I was his assistant. And then I took over and was head brewer for close to five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Adrian? I uh, I mean, I, I I think we spoke, well, we spoke a while ago, but I refresh our memory. <laughs> On my uh, background, yeah. I guess. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was a home brewer for maybe two or three years before I... I came to dry hop. Uh, I was just always like a craft beer fan, and me and my buddies would always take road trips to local breweries or breweries in Michigan, Wisconsin, and whatnot, and just uh, always kind of followed the culture. And I guess it was just a natural progression to start homebrewing. Right. And um, there was like a pretty great homebrew scene in Chicago at the time. Met a lot of other homebrewers and kind of did like homebrew collaborations and stuff. And I met people you know from spiteful and from low dive and from 18th street through these collaborations and um i was buddies with uh, juan kim chef juan kim who was also in the beer industry he was putting on these homebrew events where people mm. would bring like a bunch of their different homebrews and right. he would have chefs bring food or he would bring food himself and we would pair it and we would like sell tickets to the public and it would always like sell out they're very like successful events and a lot of current like a lot of the newer breweries where um, parts of that original homebrew scene like Spiteful and like 18th Street and all these other breweries that I mentioned before like they all had beer there and we were all kind of uh, associated with that and uh, that's where I met like Dry Hop people and okay. Brandt and Greg and you know got in with those guys and uh, they liked my beers they liked me I guess so <laughs> I, I signed on with them and was able to like make a make the Javier career, you know. So that's yeah. kind of where, where I started. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it was fun for sure. Um, there's, there's a lot, a lot of uh, home brewing association, I guess, or groups that do. I got a buddy of mine, Jason Fox, out in uh, I don't know where he does, like Tinley or something like that. And he tells me about how he he brews, he home brews, and he like meets up with friends and they 
taste each other's beers and stuff like that. I think they even do like a competition or something like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a great scene in Chicago for homebrewing. Like people take it pretty seriously. You know, they have events and they all we all we all get together and like throw ideas back and forth. Um, as soon as I started working here, though, I, I immediately stopped homebrewing, even though I told myself that I would <laughs> keep doing it. All right. Uh, and Brant still like laughs about me to this day because I was like. Yeah, I'm still gonna keep homebrewing, man. Like every weekend or every weekend, but like as soon as I started here, I was just like, no, I can't. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> eating pizza. <laughs> eating pizza when you work at Domino's, right? right? Or something like, like that. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's 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 a great scene. You know, there's a lot of different homebrew clubs like Chaos and uh, Hops out south and um, Square Kegs. Square Kegs. You know, they they all do uh, different events and they uh, they do a great job of teaching people about beer. You know, that's not necessarily like. At a brewery, professional brewery, whatever, but right. they, they still put out great beers, you know. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of professionals have come out of those homebrew clubs. I mean, Gary Gully was from Square Kegs. He, okay. He, uh, Mars Brewing came out of Chaos, you know. Yeah. yeah, Jerry Nelson came out of Square Kegs. Uh, the guy who was at Horse Steve Hollow was part of... Um, David Williams. Yeah, he's oh. part of Chaos, so... Cool. Yeah. It's like a feeding ground for... Uh, for professional breweries, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I was at uh, Lagunitas uh, maybe, I don't know, six or seven months ago. Yeah, maybe not even that long, but, uh, and it, I happened to run into, they had the uh, Southern Suburbs Beer Association or something like that, and they were all hanging out, and I guess they had like a holiday party or something, and everybody yeah. brought their stuff. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I think the guy from Hailstrong or Hailstorm was there. Oh, Hailstorm, yeah. 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 Uh, that's pretty cool. And yeah, the Southern Burbs are getting there's a lot popping up down there. Yeah, 350 some, and Tribes. And yeah, some guy. Uh, that's 350. I want to hit that place and, and Hillstorm. Uh, Hillstorm is uh, they do a lot of strong brewing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, everybody. That's, has that's what own. you like, if I remember correctly. You like the the high ABV stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know why, but it, it's. I don't know. The flavors are different, you know. I mean, I, I don't mean to like drink. We've got a couple on there. <laughs> that uh, heavy stuff, but it's. I mean, that was you know. one of our better reviews we got when we opened our original lineup. I don't think we had anything over six percent. So one of the first reviews we got of our beer was more ABV, please, <laughs> like a snarky yeah. comment, and we still. That's what say we call that, our fantasy football all. league. We yeah. call it more ABV, please. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So we get a flight here, uh, and I guess we can go through it and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Uh, where, where should I start out? I guess. Um, you can start out wherever you want. I kind of need to. I don't really know where you place them. Down. <laughs> what time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess we can go right from the lightest. I know we've to got the... Johnny Quest, our collaboration with Beagle. I can tell that one. That's... Those guys are cool. I, yeah. I, uh, I was over there the, a couple of weeks ago and talking to do the podcast with them as well. Um, okay. So. so, this is 300 right yeah. here. And then 300. Go, then it goes in. Okay. Circle. So, we can start off with 300. Uh, sure. 300 is. What's, what, uh, why the name 300? Uh, it's our 300th brew at Dry Hop. So Adrian came up with the idea of dry hopping with 30 pounds. Uh, this is, oh, sorry. Oh, that's 300? That's 300, and then it goes this way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we dry hop with uh, 30 pounds of hops, and it's three malts, 300 pounds each, so 900 pounds in the malt bill. And, uh, yeah, Adrian came up with the concept. We collaborated on the uh, recipe together, decided we wanted to use three malts, so it's got oat malt, rye, and barley. Oh, cool. So 300, did Adrian, when you were making this, did you like stand somebody in front of the uh, big old pot and say, this is dry hop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I was just doing uh, the Titan workout the whole time. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me try it. I mean, well, actually, 
I can try it. It's going to be cheating because I've been drinking on it already. So yeah. Uh, yeah so okay. you probably wrecked your palate with yeah. the thirty pounds of dry. <laughs> right. It's actually. I mean, I've been drinking on it before, so it's pretty good. Um, there's three types of uh, uh, of hops. Hops. Three different hops and three different types of grain, yeah. So you're getting like some of the spiciness from the rye is coming through, and uh, the oats help give it just a a nice body, nice kind of creamy body. Right. And uh, you're getting all that hop flavor towards the end. There. I like the fact that it is uh, it's like an IPA that you can drink, you know, like on a, a hot day yeah. and a lot of, you know, yeah. because yeah. it's not like yeah, the IBUs are not crazy hot. Yeah, we, tried, like we wanted the uh, hop profile of the dry hop to come through a little bit. So this is double what we normally right. we normally dry hop with a pound and a half of hops per barrel. And this is uh, three pounds per barrel. So wow. It's good. So thanks. And man. is this a uh, uh, limited time release thing? Or yeah, something? this will be on probably for no more than two and a half, three weeks. So it's okay. uh, probably less than that. Long as, until it runs out. Yeah, most of our beers, the longest they go is four weeks. The majority of them are in the two week to three week range. Okay. Do so you guys have any flagship beers? or? Is it, or uh, yeah, Shark Meat Sipsters are only flagship beer. So that's been with us since the beginning. Okay. That was uh, That's our year round beer. So this is uh, a shark. Shark. Yeah, yeah. So we should we jump to that one or should I just sure. uh, if you want? Sure. All right. Just brought it up in conversation. Shark meat. Well meat. So what's the name behind this? Uh, well, we wanted to originally. I originally came up. So most the majority of our, well, I wouldn't say the majority of them, but the major the majority of our names are song references or album references or lyric references. Okay. We've sort of with Adrian taking over more of a. Uh, day-to-day operations here and brewing more of his recipes he's sort of brought in more of a pop culture theme more mm-hmm. movies he's a rap guy i'm the metal guy so i'm a metal guy too, we so. sort of it was originally going to be called basically basically it was originally going to be called stone the crow which, oh. is, a, uh, which is a down song uh which is a phil ensemble from uh pantera's side project okay or i guess it's his main project now since pantera's right. not around um Greg was a little worried that we were going to get a cease and desist letter, so he pretty much said, you need to change the name um, if I want to trademark this beer. Right. So we came up with, when we were trying to name Dry Hop, we were trying to work in some animal references. Okay. And Shark kept popping up. There's a uh, clothing store in Vancouver, British Columbia called Shark and the Hammer, or I'm not even sure about that anymore, but Greg wanted to try and incorporate Shark into the name of the actual brew pub in the beginning. Right. So we sort of came up with, I didn't want to use Verse because at the time there was Ninja Verse Unicorn from Pipeworks and uh, uh, Psalm Wolf also had a, I think, Man Verse Internet or Man Verse Machine. Yeah. Uh, so I want I didn't want to do Verse, so we came up with Shark Meets Hipster. We thought it was, I don't know, a little funny what would happen. It is, I mean, it's kind of like of a, uh, I don't know, I, I don't consider myself a hipster or anything like that, but uh, it's kind of a good idea. <laughs> Tell the yeah. hipsters to the sharks. Uh, not that I have anything against hipsters, but yeah. You know. So it sort of came about that, and then Greg said, "Well, since we're not going to have any other year-round beers, have at it with the song titles and right. names." And it's all right. I mean, you can try it. So that one we uh, we dry hop with Citra in Galaxy, so you get a lot of uh, passion fruit and a lot of citrus flavor. And it's, like, a, it's like a IPA with a lot of weed in it, so you get some of the spices from the weed also. Yeah, yeah. I, I did taste the uh, uh, the passion like soon immediately as yeah, I, I drank it. It's Galaxy Hops from Australia. Yeah. So how many, like, 
There's like a ton of different types of hops, right? Like, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, this is we want. We're. That's really I've good. sort of, I don't know, fallen in love with Southern Hemisphere hops, and they've quickly become my favorite. Although Citra is always probably going to be my favorite hop. Um, so we wanted to do something with Southern Hemisphere hops, and I really like that passion fruit and okay. citrus that comes through. So we decided that, and then we thought the citra would complement it a little, little bit. And it actually matches because sharks are abundant in Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, was, that was on purpose. That was yeah. on purpose. No, oh, exactly. no I'm just joking. <laughs> but it's, it's really good. Uh, yeah, that passion, easy drinking. Yes, yeah, easy drinking, that passion uh, that comes in. I can see a lot of girls drinking that. Yeah, it's it's you know. it's without a doubt our most popular. We especially in the summer months. We, yeah, we're we're on like usually we'll blow through a ten barrel batch and or we get nine barrels in the serving tank. So we'll blow through that in a, in ten days. Okay. So one thing I, I noticed uh, uh, reading uh, research, you guys, you guys have the uh, glycol uh, temperature controlling thing on your on your fermenters. No, yeah. we have the bright tanks behind yeah, the, the bar. Tanks, yeah. Oh, behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. and the, the fermenter. So, what, like, you guys don't do lagers. We do. We do? We do. We just had a Marzen on last week that okay. kicked. Because I've heard, like, everybody, everywhere I go, people are talking about, oh, lagers take so long to make. And uh, they are so. They do. In the winter months, we slow down a little bit, so we try to take advantage of that and uh, get some lagers on. Uh, Brand and myself both really enjoy drinking lagers, so mm. if we can. Uh, we have the opportunity to, to put some out. We do. Lately, we've, we've had like at least yeah. one lager on pretty okay. consistently. We just had a Doppelbock. We had a Schwarzbier. Yeah. Uh, we had a Marzen. We got a Hellas in the fermenter right now. We um, had a Pilsner a couple we had months a Pilsner, ago yeah, like for we, Acid King for nice. their show down at Reggie's. Oh, so, sweet. I live right next to the Reggie's. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, I didn't even like lagers until I had... Uh, a logger at uh, Motoro. <laughs> yeah, Motoro. <laughs> and Frank's doing a hell of a job, yeah, and Frank Metro, Metro does a great job. There's some good loggers around town. Yeah. I want to get over to Hopewell over on the Milwaukee. Okay. They're supposedly doing some good yeah, loggers. I think that people um, often just like think of loggers as just always light, easy drinking beer, right? Of Miller Lite or yeah. Bud Light or whatever, and they don't really associate it with that much flavor. But to me, it's it's like some of the most flavorful stuff because you just get. You know, straight malt or straight hop flavor. It's such a clean taste. You know, it's, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, to me, I they're, they're my favorites. I had a, uh, a friend of mine went to New York and brought me back a uh, a bottle of uh, Brooklyn Lager. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh man, I, I, I was like, thanks, man. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a lager. I'm just gonna put this in my bar and like leave it there. You know. And uh, one day I decided to try it. It was a nine percent, and oh, wow. uh, mm. and it was. One of the best bloggers I ever had, and, and the thing is, it was a limited release, mm. and so that was it. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> nice. sure uh, the guy, the the head brewer over at uh, Hopewell, I think, is a Brooklyn brewery. Oh alum. yeah, yeah, no. I think he worked at Brooklyn. I'm not no. sure, but yeah, I think I heard that. Wow. Yeah, that was a really good lager, uh, and then I haven't had anything like that good to like you know I got to uh, uh, Motoro and I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, you Frank know. Frank's really good, and yeah. Um, yeah. Haymarket down on Randolph, they do. They have, uh, in my opinion, the best pilsner. Yeah, in town, I'm in the talks so. with them, uh, with Pete, uh, trying yeah. to get a date He's set a so guy. we can like go down there and uh, have a good time. Yeah, uh, Pete's a great guy. Yeah, and that's what I, I wanted to try now is, is basically uh, try like the different brew pubs, you know, and talk about food as well, no. not just beer, but you know no. the food as well. So I guess we can go on to the next one, uh, which would be what, Atomic Punk. Is that this one right here? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a time. Oh, are we going the wrong way? Or am I, I doing it wrong? 
I'm kind of I jumping around. It's all right. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't this is matter. Gonna be the atomic okay. Right here. Atomic so atomic punk right is is a red ale. That's an imperial red ale. So that's probably Adrian brought it up last week. I think this is our highest gravity beer that we've done in dry hop. I thought we had something over ten percent, but I think this is our highest this, gravity. So this high. is nine and a half percent. This is in my neighborhood. Yeah, that's, that's more your style right there. <laughs> It's got a nice hoppiness to it too. We used uh, I don't know, a lot of different hops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of Zimco, yeah. You get some maltiness, uh, some from the caramel malt, and uh, the boozy burn at the end. Yeah, yeah it's that's nice. pretty like good. It, yeah. It's pretty yeah, good. It's real nice. I've noticed that that you can compare beer to music. Um, so I, I I play guitar, and I've been I took a theory class, uh, music theory, not too long ago, and then started finding out about the chords and how you break them down and how each note that represents each chord, uh, you can play a solo with those same notes when you're playing that chord. So it's kind of like, well, this is our everything uh, that's in, yeah. you know, like he said, like the, 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 the combination of the hops and the, and, and the grains and stuff like that make that. So the beer is basically the chord. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, our, yeah, this is our nod to Eddie Van Halen. So you're talking guitarist. It doesn't get much better than that. Right? So this is Eddie and uh, Diamond Dave. This is our tribute to those two. This is uh, 1984? Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> off the debut album. So 78. 78? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's really good. I mean, I guess I say that about all the beers, but... Uh, <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's our third, uh, third Imperial Red we've yeah. done. So we did Photobomb. Which was a Def Leppard reference, and then nice. we did Reverse Thunder with Red Fang and Kumas. Nice. Uh, we did that about two, two, two and a half years ago, and so this is our third one, and I think this is my favorite one. That's this pretty good. Really definitely nice. my that favorite. Definitely, sure. uh, that goes with a burger. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah. It went. It went really well with the shepherd's pie at the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, it was they, they used some of the beer to, uh, I don't know how they used it, but it was incorporated in a shepherd's pie. Really? Somehow, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I made some ribs last night, and I uh, put some dragon's milk you know, oh, nice. on the bottom. Did you, like, braise it? With well, drink? actually, I, when I was baking it, I put it in the pan, you know, so I guess, like, the vapor nice. of the... Of the uh, I had ribs last night, did, too. Did you really? I did. County barbecue. County is really good. Yeah, I had it uh, week before last. Uh, it's really good. They deliver to yeah. Bridgeport now, Yeah, it's fantastic. So, yeah, is it, what is it, Door... Uh, DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah. DoorDash, you owe me some money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Uh, yeah, you that was pretty... DoorDash uh, problems over there? With... No, no, I mean... No, like, they used to like not I'm, deliver I just promoted them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they not that anybody's <laughs> listening to this, but... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They used to what? They used to not deliver to Bridgeport, so in the oh, last yeah? couple of weeks, they started delivering down there, so I've been ecstatic to try some new restaurants. Yeah, so uh, I've been, like, on a, on a kick of... of Finding some good barbecue, uh, like my favorite place is Smoke Daddy's on, on Division, yeah. and I've never found anything better than that. Um, I mean, everybody has their own opinion, but well, I've been I'm a big fan of Smoke on Palace. Yeah, yeah, I've had Smoke's that one. My That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, but I've been like going around, and so uh, uh, we ordered some county uh, a couple weeks ago, and I, and I didn't really want to go out. And I was like, well, I can go up there and, you know, order something and bring it home. And then I saw the DoorDash thing. I was like, oh, yeah, it's nice. I don't have to leave the <laughs> house. Awesome. And uh, it was pretty good. And, and what was good is the uh, the corn pudding. Yeah, I got that, too. Yeah. I got the uh, meat and three. So yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. yeah. And I uh, actually I actually made some uh, corn pudding last night. <laughs> oh, nice. I looked up the recipe. And, and we basically ate the same thing for dinner. Yeah, you oh, yeah, you had it. That's awesome. Um, all right, so let's uh, move on to the next one. Will be well. This is Johnny Quest. I know that one. So that's our collaboration with Beagle. 
Um, okay. This was actually brewed up at Beagle by those guys. So, and it's a is a porter or a stout? It's a black IPA. Oh, black IPA. Yeah. It's a Cascadian. Uh, Cascadian dark. dark. Yeah. Even better. Or Amarillo <laughs> black ale. Or... <laughs> oh, it definitely has some maltiness to it. I mean, like. Yeah, it's got a lot of roastiness, and then those hops yeah. really cut through at the end. So there's. Like a toast. Too many hops to name that are in this one. Is so it really? I know we've got Cascade from Hophead Farms. Uh, we definitely have some Galaxy in there. Um, and then don't quiz me on everything else. But I oh, think no, there's I, like five or six hop varieties in there. Is there? A, there's no coffee in there, is there? No, that's no? the uh, coffee malt so, or chocolate malt. Gives okay. it a little espresso notes. Yeah. That's some roasted barley, I think, is in there. I have to look back at the recipe. That is a... Uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's strong. It's easier to drink. No, not really. I mean, it's not strong. About, like like yeah, like like you can. The flavors are good. You know, yeah, it's like it's, it's not under six like, percent alcohol, so yeah. it's pretty. It's an easy drinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, like alcohol. Yeah. Uh, concept, but it's strong like, flavor. It's strong yeah, flavor. Absolutely. Yeah. It definitely you know, hits you. That's like I always like to say character. <laughs> uh, which is pretty good. Um, so we do that every year with Beagle. Uh, we either brew it there or we brew it here, but every year we come out with it. Yeah. No. I like the fact that. Like, there's no competition. Yeah, we get along. Like, everybody is... It's nice, yeah. You know, like, like the big guys are always, you know, co- competing against each other yeah, and, and throwing out, the, you know, and then they bite each other out afterwards. And, it, you know, and, and it, what's cool about the the microbrews or, the, or the, the, the craft beer is that everybody's cool about it. You know, everybody's, hey, let's, let's, let's collaborate together. Let's, let's make an experience about it, you know, instead of being like a market... No, it yeah. is. I mean, it, it it is. I like everybody in the Chicago craft beer scene. Uh, there's no hatred amongst any of us at Dry Hop, at least, towards right. anybody. We wish everybody well. We want everyone to succeed. Um, it's, it's a city of three million people. Yeah. I think we have half the breweries that Portland, Oregon, the city of 500,000 oh, wow. has. So there's enough room for everybody. It's... I don't wish, wish ill will on anybody in the yeah. craft, in the craft beer scene. I want to see everybody do well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I like that camaraderie. You know, and like everybody like like you, know, you guys know a lot of people from different breweries, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, you can say like, oh wow, yeah, we'll was, hang out uh, with this guy. Yeah, especially coming into the scene, not being from Chicago and not having a brewery when I originally moved here, it, it was very welcoming from uh, Haymarket, Pete at Haymarket. To the Beagle guys, to uh, pretty much everybody. Uh, we did a beer with Lake Effect pretty much right off the bat. Oh, Lake Effect. Hamburger Mary's up in Andersonville. We did a beer with those guys right off the bat. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it's it's been great. It's 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 a fun time to be in Chicago. That's yeah, for sure. yeah, it is. It is, and it's. I mean, there it's like breweries open up all over the place. Yeah. I was up at Empirical uh, last time, and uh, they were basically saying that they wanted to. Like, that area to create like a yeah, like brewers a brewer's row, brewers row. Yeah. and I was like, that's they're a, doing a good job of it. That's a really good Ravenswood, idea. Yeah, yeah, that Ravenswood area. Yeah. Uh, it's a good idea. I mean, I think it's it's something like people yeah. will be attracted to and people hang out. You can have a festival. Up yeah, it seems trip. like a kind of every neighborhood's kind of developing their own little brew scene. Yeah, you know, South Loop's eventually going to yeah. have one, yeah. and you know, Ravenswood, Logan Square, like every. Every kind of Chicago neighborhood's kind of developing its own little. Right. I think it's cool that row. you don't have to. Uh, like when I first moved here uh, <clears throat> years ago, <laughs> it was a long time. So uh, there was nothing around in the South Loop. 
I mean, there was no, nothing really. going on in the South Loop. And now there's like so many things going on. Like I would go to Wicker Park to hang out because that was like the, yeah. the, the coolest spot to be at, you know. And now I don't even have to leave my neighborhood. Like, no, not at all. There's a few breweries. There's some cool restaurants. Yeah, uh, Santos has a good craft yeah, beer they got, yeah, they got some, yeah, they got some good beers. Uh, the pizza's pretty good, you know. And, and it's like I don't have to go far, you know. And, yeah. and, and Wi-Fi, we, we do a, a little date night you know we go out and hang out she sits me sits there and watch me get drunk and that's fall, sweet. Very fall off the yeah. chair no i'm just kidding yeah, but she doesn't drink right if i remember no she correctly. doesn't right. she doesn't she that. doesn't yeah. uh which is cool i always have a designated driver yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you gotta like argue with her at home and stuff right. <laughs> all right let's go on to the next right. i think uh, we've got two left we've so we got, got two adrian's left. apa mothra yeah. which came on friday uh, yeah, it just came on last week sometime. So, so what is this one? That's the super light one. This one? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So APA and IPA, difference between those, obviously one is in America, the other one's in India. Yeah, style-wise, it's like the bitterness and the alcohol. So APA is usually uh, not as bitter and a little lower alcohol than an IPA. Okay. And uh, the flavors are a little more balanced typically in an in a APA. Okay. What am I? What am I tasting in this one? Uh, so this one is uh, mostly just Chinook hops. So I try in my APAs. I try to stick to like just like one hop, so uh, so I can really highlight what what that hop's all about. Um, so you're getting a lot of pine and a lot of grapefruit yeah. in this, and uh, I try to keep the uh, the malt bill pretty pretty simple. So it's mostly just there for for like balancing out the hops, but for the most part, it's just uh, the straight hop flavor and also keeping. Uh, the bitterness down so it's not too uh, too aggressively bitter you know yeah that's pretty good it's I pretty kind of like think about it as like my gateway hoppy beer for people yeah you know, i was like gonna say that like a little yeah. unsure about hops like try this and like yeah you might like yeah, it that's you know? our best since friday that's been our best seller is it really so, yeah it's been going nuts so nice we're probably might not make it through this weekend so, oh wow yeah if you want it come on down there you go right <laughs> And you guys have a, and this is the thing, it's like if you come out here and hang out at Dry Hop, you can, and you like the beers, you can take some beers home. I mean, yeah. you guys got yeah. the growlers and. Yeah, we do the 32 ounce growlers, the canning machine, and then we do the 64 ounce growlers. So, so how does that work? Because I've never seen that before. It's a, basically, you can it right there. Yeah, yeah, we can it off the tap, and we've got a seamer, so we'll seam it right here. And uh, yeah, we get it through Oscar Blues, they're the distributor. Okay. And uh, ball cans, so. That's pretty cool because you can't get any fresher than that. No, not really. Um, you know? I mean, we do suggest you take it home and drink it within a couple of days. Don't right, let it yeah. Sit, sit in your trunk at 90 degrees. Or <laughs> yeah, you don't want it sitting in the, Yeah, uh, Yeah, that is, I mean, because I've, I've seen, like, you know, the growler and stuff, and I get, I get the pressurized growlers uh, that are starting to come out now. Yeah, we used gonna, to have those. Yeah, but, we have a yeah. little CO2 gun behind the bar, so we'll yeah. purge it with CO2. Okay, and yeah. And rin- rinse it and purge it with CO2. And, but I think uh, that that's pretty cool, uh, you know. So you can, like you said, get a Red Box movie. Come yeah. here and get the greatest burger in Chicago. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a guy who hasn't tried. So it. I haven't tried yeah. it yet, but I, I'm, I, uh, I have faith that it's good. <laughs> uh, and my wife ate it already, so I'm. Pre- <laughs> the table is clean, so there you go. Yeah, I'm it seems to be getting approval from the table. So yeah, that's good. Um, so yeah, uh, all right. So let's move on to the last one, which is I don't know. It's a Devil Jumped Up. <laughs> oh, Devil Jumped Up. It's right, a Belgian, Belgian IPA. IPA. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like the Belgian IPAs. It's a cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting style. Clown Shoes makes like a really yeah. uh, good one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we sent this 
won. This one won for judging at World Beer Cup. So, oh yeah, yeah, nice. And what am I tasting? Uh, you're gonna get some bubble gum. You're gonna get some citrus. A little bit of a tart finish. Definitely taste the bubble gum. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty cool. That's from the east, and then the uh, hops. You're gonna get a little lemon. Yeah, lemon evenness from. Yeah, we used orange peel in that one too. Orange so peel, it's a lot yeah. of a lot That's of citrus right. flavor coming through. That's pretty good. Yeah, that one came out pretty good. It yeah, this is a, the second time we brewed this one. Really? Yeah, I think this is. A, I think we did this one in fall of 2013. So this is the first time it's been on since fall of 2013. So do you guys um, get everything you brew? Is, you say you brew for a limited time only. Do you come back again and do it yeah, again? Yeah, we do. We definitely have some repeats. We try to. Uh, we definitely, without a doubt, try to bring back our anniversary lineup. So every anniversary, we'll bring back the opening day lineup, or okay. the majority of them, and then we'll do an anniversary beer. So first year, we did a double shark, double IPA of okay. shark meat tipster. Last year, we did an oat pale ale, and this year, Adrian's going to do his uh, first kettle, kettle sour. sour. Yeah. Kettle yeah. sour? Yeah. Is that... Uh, so we kettle. use, like... Uh, like a like a different kind of like bacteria uh, called lactobacillus to pretty much acidify the wort and make it super tart. Okay. Um, in the kettle, so then we can boil it off and then kill it before it goes into our fermentation room. Oh, okay, cool. It's like a safe way to pr- produce like tart wort. Yeah. You know? Okay. This will be Adrian's first uh, recipe. With this will be our fourth kettle sour. So we okay. Did last year for Crap Beer, Chicago Crap Beer Week, we did a collaboration with uh, Pipeworks. Okay. Uh, we did a collaboration with Goose called Little Sister. And we did a collaboration with uh, Break Room Brewery, which is was uh, at the time Michael Palin was mm. the head brewer there who's now running Microphone or owner, brewer of Microphone. And uh, we did a dark, uh, dark rice uh, Berliner. Okay, cool. That's pretty good. But yeah, back to your like original question. I'll I'll like go through some of the older recipes mm. and just kind of pick out stuff that I want to redo, or right. I'll bring it up to Brand. Like we should redo this one, you know. And yeah. We kind of like pick through our favorites, and if we we really liked it, we'll bring it back. And not to say we don't like everything that we make, but you know, there's ones that stick out. Yeah, right. Without just, a like, doubt. Bring out, you know. Bring well, back. I, my next question was going to be like, do you like? So you only have one flagship uh, beer. Do you guys think that eventually you'll come up with maybe more than one flagship? No, or? Like we, no, we tried time, with like, two. We tried originally had two, and uh, we did a cream ale mm-hmm. uh, fermented on a uh, steam yeast, and we found it wasn't really selling in the winter months. Um, right. So we decided just to go down to one, and I think the majority of our guests appreciate and like coming in here and seeing right. one to two to th- possibly even three new beers on in a week. Right. So. I mean, it's pretty cool because it's kind of like going into a liquor store and then you find out that there's new beer showed up and it's like, oh, I'm not going to just buy this beer all the time. And, right. I mean, it's know. pretty much guaranteed. Like, if you come here every other week, you're probably going to have, like, one or two new beers on that you haven't seen. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, we'll have, uh, well, Adrian's APA tapped on Friday. We tapped 300 today. We just moved over which a uh, returning beer called Violet Beauregard, which is our blueberry and lavender saison. Hmm. Uh, so that'll probably tap early next week, and then we'll probably have our uh, assistant brewer, Allison Christian, did her first recipe, which is a rye mild, which is tapping a week from Wednesday. So in the next 10 days, there'll be four new beers. Oh, cool. So how does that work? Like, like you guys, 
so if I say, oh, I got a recipe that would be cool. You know, not me, but... You'd probably you know, laugh at you. Right, you'd probably like laugh at you, like, <laughs> please leave the restaurant. Uh, you know, like, like say, like, you're working here, and, and you're like, you know, how does this sound? I mean, somebody who's basically have knowledge Like, of, how do we, like, how do we decide when we're ready to give somebody a recipe, pretty yeah. much, something like that? Um, I mean, they, they just got to, like, put in work and show that they know how to, how to work everything, and, you know, we, we figure out when the next step will be to see, you know, what their, like, flavor... Uh, you know what kind of flavor they can build in a beer would be. You know, it's kind of just right. a progression of being a brewer here. Um, once you can handle most of the tasks, um, the next step would be recipe building. You know, right. so and, well, and I'm sorry. Uh, and how I forgot the question <laughs> that, fast, that fast. Um, like uh, Allison has been here go, for a while. You yeah, know, so she was she was due. Um, for, for her own recipe. She's been with me in a brewery since August, and uh, we, we wanted to get a recipe on for her earlier, but we just didn't have the room with a bunch of different collaborations coming up. So right. got pushed to like early spring, but now uh, you know she, she's shown that she's ready for it, and I think we came up with a pretty good concept for her. Like it's gonna be a nice, nice beer, nice spring beer, right. a lot of rye flavor, and some uh, nice uh, Spiciness from uh, from some sots hops that we threw in there, so it's right. gonna be a nice, easy drinking beer. Okay, that, was, that I now remember my question was: uh, Do you guys do like a test batch before you guys do it, or just go all out and put it in? No, uh, besides the peanut butter and ginger one that we talked about earlier, that's the only test batch we ever did. Really? So, yeah, yeah, we pretty much just go for it. Before we were open, we did test batch at Adrian's. Uh, Adrian had a spiteful Sapco system. Okay. Uh, in his basement, so we did test batch two beers, the two flagships, before we said, hey. Do we want these to be the flagships? Let's try them out. So right. we did that, but that was over three years ago. So, um, okay. yeah, yeah, we pretty much just go for it. Um, everybody, I find that it, some people are going to hate it. Some people are going to like it regardless right. of what we brew. I mean, as long as it's a good, clean beer that's not infected right, and uh, is up to my standards, right, uh, someone's going to like it. So you guys know what you're doing, basically, and, like, I mean, I, I'm not saying that you don't. We'd but, like to think so. <laughs> right? But, it, like, to go out like that, I mean, to say, okay, well, we're just going to brew this, and we're just going to go, you know, how many barrels we're going to make. And has you ever come across, like, made something that you have to dump? Uh, we've never dumped any beer. Um, intentionally. Intentionally. Right. We did have one of our cleaners uh, knocked out a drain. One of the restaurant <laughs> cleaners knocked a drain, and we lost four barrels of beer. Oh, my God. Uh but other than that, due to infection, we have not knocked on wood, had to dump anything. Adrian's done a great job with sanitation, and uh, all our beers are up to our standards. Um, we obviously try them before they go on. Right. Not to say yes, I without a doubt would agree with, with anybody who says that we haven't brewed 100% across the board. Awesome beer. We have right. had some duds, without a doubt. I mean, that's given, you know, but... Everything that's come out has come yeah, out pretty I mean, good. Yeah, I think for the most part, we, we we sit down and we taste it, and we're like, okay, like if we want to try to do this again next time, this is what we're going to change about it, you know. Right. And then we try to just make sure that we get whatever flavor we're trying to get come across. But uh, you know, if if it's clean, if it tastes decent, you know, we'll, we'll run with it and we'll just improve it next time. You know, okay. try to make it better next time. Or and it doesn't come back. It or doesn't, doesn't come back. Yeah, or it just doesn't come back. <laughs> you know, yeah. Whatever happened to that? Uh, we we, do, we get it. Trust me. We get beers yeah. that we brewed that I haven't liked, and we've had customers say, hey, when's this beer coming back? And 
I pretty much have to tell them yeah. hey, it wasn't up to my standards. Like, like, I'm I, I, sorry if it's your favorite beer, but I right. don't think we'll ever brew it again. It's like I'm a runner, so and, and uh, I always find like these great shoes, and it's like, oh, this is like the best shoe I've ever ran in. And then it's like, oh, we're not making it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but then they'll have something for you that's like, oh, but you should try this. Yeah. yeah so like we try to always have like right. a pretty versatile lineup of where if people come in and ask for a certain beer. We're like, oh, we don't have that, but you should try this one. This is like the right. new joint, you know, so. Yeah. I think yeah. everything I tried was I mean, phenomenal. Uh, not that I'm some beer expert, but I mean, I, I know the beer that thank you. I know the beer that I like, and, and everything, everything you can drink on there is, is from beginner beer, beer drinkers uh, to expert, if you want to call it, beer drinkers to women. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we realize we're in Lakeview, and I, I mean, it's getting there. I mean, the craft beer palate, but Lakeview is one of the more underserved communities of Chicago with craft beer right uh, and we get a lot of people who are in here looking for an easier drinking beer and yeah. we, we realize that and maybe I won't drink it but I understand some people like lighter easier drinking beers and right we'll, we'll give we're, we're basically want to give the people what they want yeah that's pretty I, cool I, I'm not brewing for myself I'm brewing for Exactly for for the for our guests, and right? I I understand that, and we have to cater to their to their tastes, right? Whatever that may be. So, we see that they like hoppy beers over here. So it's sort of evolved. Dry hop sort of evolved into a hop centric uh, brew pub because we we're finding if we put three hoppy beers on, they all sold amazing. If right. we put three saisons on, they all cannibalize each other. Oh. So that's <laughs> where it sort of evolved. So. It was a lot of feeling around with the. My phone ringing. Yeah. Well, that's unprofessional. <laughs> I'm not even gonna answer. I thought it'd be funny to answer it, but I'm not gonna answer it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of feeling around in the first couple months, seeing what everybody's tastes were, and right. it, we landed on the people want hops. Cool. Fortunately, we could get cool hops, and we can give them yeah. what they want. Yeah, I love hops, and uh, you guys. I mean, it's good. It's really good. Thanks, man. I, I, uh, I actually wanted to come here earlier because I go to uh, Laugh Factory. Oh, this is your first time here? Yeah. Get out of here. What the hell, man? I know. Like When you told me you were coming over here, I was like, oh, I got to go down there and check it out. But, I mean, I live in the South Loop, so, yeah, like yeah. I said, there's like, stuff going on down there. You can't, like, I live in Bridgeport. <laughs> I'm here every day. What? Are there breweries in Bridgeport? <laughs> there is going to be there one. Really? Yeah, Mars is there. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And they just uh, bought a space over on Iron Street. So oh, okay. they're going to be doing a tasting room over there in the force in the future. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like it's kind of hard. You know, I'm not hard, I guess. You know, and I pass by it. I'm like, oh, I got to go in there, maybe say hi to Adrian or whatever. And, and uh, well, I won't be here at night. So, well, see, then yeah. That, yeah. that's probably why I, I wouldn't have caught. That's you. the thing. Everybody thinks that the brewers hang out and uh, drink till. Two in the morning, but right? Yeah, we're we're eight to five. Yeah. We're, we're well, I mean, it's kind of like when I worked at Domino's. Like, I didn't hang out at Domino's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't even eat pizza. You know, it's like we hang, oh. out, we hang out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, Wednesday night events. You, a good bet, you'll catch us here on Wednesday night for a Wednesday night event. Okay. And Chicago Craft Beer Week, you'll probably catch at least one of us here that entire eleven days. All right. So. Yeah. When when is that coming up? That is, is that May nineteenth through the 29th. Okay. Cool. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a good one. We've got some good stuff lined up. You got some secret stuff, or are you? No, are you, are no. You guys- well, no, it's not secret. Uh, Adrian's working. Adrian is going to take a little bit more of a role, so he's uh, working on a collab with Randy Mosier, 
and the guys down at Five Rabbit. Okay, cool. So uh, I'm working on a collab with uh, Big Star Taco ah, in Wicker Park. That's my favorite spot. So we're talking <laughs> with Laurent, their uh, their manager over there. Okay. And uh, we're going to be doing something with Tribes at nice. Mokina. Okay. Uh, David Kearns, he was the old uh, lead brewer at uh, Haymarket. So okay. So we're actually meeting with him tomorrow to discuss what's what we're going to do. I think Mokina is where my uh, my buddy Jason Fox lives at. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. I just remember. Yeah, they've cool. got a beer bar in Tinley Park, too, so they've got two locations. Yeah, you should go check them out. You should oh, holler at really them cool. to do this. They're cool guys. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah, Kearns, Kearns is a great guy, and uh, yeah. Niall, the owner, is an awesome guy. Is that is that the place that used to be like a uh, this is like a, a tap place where you had, but then they started doing their yeah, own beer? Yeah, it used to be a beer bar, and then they started brewing their own. Yeah, so yeah. He got, told me about they that. They Mokina, and then... They have a bar in Mokina as well, and then they've yeah. got the uh, restaurant and the bar in, right. uh, in Tinley Park. Yeah, I definitely want to go down there. Uh, I definitely have to take my wife down there with me because <laughs> she can drive you back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's well, the, I could Uber it, but it might cost it's me. An expensive yeah, Uber, that's yeah. an expensive Uber, it's an expensive Uber, expensive <laughs> Uber. Yeah, and uh, then the final one is this is our third year. Well, this is our second year doing a collab, but we're going to do a Burnt Hickory Brewery tap takeover there out of uh, out of Georgia. Oh wow! And Scott's a good friend of mine, so we're actually. Working on a collaboration right now. Actually, the brew day is tomorrow, and then we're going to hold on to a couple barrels for a tap takeover for Craft Beer Week. But the beer is going to be a pale stout, and we're doing that to... Uh, uh, we're releasing it the day that uh, Wendy Schneider's film, The Smart Studio Story, comes out. Mm. So that's uh, a uh, documentary on uh, uh, Butch Vig and his partner in Smart Studios in Madison, Butch Vicks from Garbage, and he produced Nevermind album. Oh, okay. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, so we're brewing that, and we're going to hold on to a couple barrels, and then Scott will bring up some barrels from Georgia, and we'll right. tap them. He still produces a uh, uh, Foo Fighters album, yeah, right? He's done, yeah, he works a lot with Dave Grohl, and he did uh, Smashing Pumpkins, and, yeah. and a bunch of guys, Dyke Crutzen, out of Milwaukee. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Not that I know... I mean, how to produce, but yeah, I think he got <laughs> like an yeah, expert right here. <laughs> he got named to NMEs. I think he was number ten best producer. Oh yeah, in the world, or yeah. Who was number one? If you I'm remember, sure George Martin. I'm sure. Oh. Was uh, what's that guy? Spector or whatever. The uh, Phil Specter. <laughs> Specter. Yeah. yeah, he's probably up there. Yeah, he's good. But yeah, so we've got some good stuff, and then we also open up a new brew pub on Southport uh, called Corridor Brewery and Provisions, and that's more of a Belgian farmhouse theme. And nice. we're working on a collaboration with uh, with uh, Broken Nose Cider. Okay, cool. And a couple other things that are in the pipeline that I can't really reveal over there. But yeah, it's going to be right, a fun yeah. week. It's going to be crazy busy. All right, well, uh, so I guess we can wrap up. Um, yeah, our malt delivery just got here. Is it so, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, the RNL carrier's truck is parked on Broadway, taking up uh, the entire northbound lane. So. Yeah. Do you guys get, <laughs> get is your hops from, from, was it Michigan that has like Yeah, we get uh, from Hophead Farms. We have a okay. contract with uh, Nunzino and uh, Jeff and Bonnie over okay. there. And then we also get our hops from Hop Union Okay. Uh, out of Yakima and there. Actually, Yakima Chief Hop Union now. Right. And then we also deal with uh, Tim from Yakima Quality Hops. Right. He's in the Pacific Northwest. And then uh, Sugar Creek Sugar Creek Hops out of Indiana. We get some of our hops from them. Uh, and then we get some from BSG, which is uh, Brewer Supply Group out of Minnesota. Okay. Uh, and Hopsteiner. So it, we're all it? over the place with hops. We try to get the newest and coolest hops, right. especially for dry hop, because the hop heads are always looking for the next great hops so right we uh have contracts here 
through 2020 right now. So okay. we're, we're pretty set on hops over here. And we're doing more of a farmhouse uh, thing at the other locations. So we don't need the coolest of hops, but our one-year-round beer is an IPA. So that's got Amarillo, Citra, oh, and, nice. uh, and Mosaic in it. So we cool. have contracts for those. So, yeah, it's uh, that was pretty much the first thing I told Greg when we he asked what, what we need to do was pretty pretty much get hops get hops get contracts and get cool hops because if you want to do hoppy beers so to close out the show that's uh i showed him the bill all right well that blank space yeah i I gotta run if you want to talk to adrian all right so i gotta i gotta go deal with this apparently they're looking for cod okay all right not gonna happen uh, thank you. I appreciate thank, thank it. Thank you though, for man. hanging in. Uh, yeah, and this is cool because it's live, and then uh, he has to run. <laughs> so, Adrian, uh, I guess to close the show out, uh, you're on death row, and uh, what's your last meal and beer from here? Or I mean, oh, it could be yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to eat or drink from here for my last meal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my last beer would probably be like a, a Stiegel Pilsner, probably. And just uh, my last meal might be like just like the best fish taco that I can get from like San Diego somewhere. Or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Big Star, but I've been to San Diego. I had a fish taco. I mean, I've been yeah. to San Diego, but I've never had a fish. They taco. got great yeah. fish tacos down there, man. All right, nice cool. fish taco and like a pilsner to wash it down with. Nice. Yeah, that's always good. Like a good crisp uh, beer that would go with. Yeah, a, just a like I want to pretend like I'm out on the beach like right before I die or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, they, I think they should do that for the people who are like, on death like row. Fly them out somewhere. Yeah, like they let them have a glimpse of their last dream. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to go to uh, you know San Diego and have a taco and, and just sit on the beach and you know drink a nice pilsner. Yeah. Like for you know for two hours or so. Put my yeah. feet in the ocean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, and then it's like, all right, come on. <laughs> you it's time to go, man. It's time to go, man. Like literally. literally. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I think my last beer. I wouldn't. I don't know. I just thought of this question, so I don't even yeah, think I would oh, think shoot. of it. Uh, I would probably have a hamburger. Uh, actually, where? you know just what? Just like a hamburger, not even a cheeseburger. Actually, uh, let's see. One of the best hamburgers I ever had was from Select Cut. Where's that? Uh, it's like on Diversity in in Halstead. That's uh, right by here. Yeah, and, and uh, I had one, and it was really good. And then I went back. It's kind of like chasing the dragon. Like it was never the same. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, but I thought it was like the best burger I've ever had. They were just on point that day. Yeah, yeah. it was like on yeah, point yeah, that day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Umami Burger is pretty good. Uh, I don't know if That's you on it. Broadway or where's uh, that? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, uh, they're pretty you good. Like burgers. Huh? Well, I like I'm barbecue. Okay. Yeah, so I, I would probably have like a. a I say I'll have a, a, a. What do you call it? A smoke Daddy's sampler. That would be your have. last meal. Yeah, Smoke Daddy's sampler. Uh, Sampler, yeah, because they give you like yeah. everything, like so. Like, uh, you don't like a rib guy. You just don't want like the best ribs that you could possibly get. Yeah, I would probably get like I don't know because I, I, mean, I guess like that's in Chicago. Uh, I like brisket. Brisket's my personal barbecue favorite. Well, the sampler does the sampler come with uh, brisket? Does the sampler I smoke daddy's come with brisket? Does it's it? Sampler, yeah, right? right. It's a sampler. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it doesn't have chicken, but it has like boo. Different uh, uh, different ribs and the, so it's pretty good. And they got the burnt end sandwich. Have you ever had the? Uh, do you like rib tips? Yeah. You ever got rib tips from Honey One? 
barbecue. No. They used to be on Western and Fullerton, and they have like they used to be there. I think they're in Bronzeville now, so kind of close to like the South Loop. Okay. And they have like the best combo bucket of like rib tips and hot links. Like oh. that stuff would just like blow you away. Well, see, I you used to go. go. On, I live on the South Side, and I used to go out south. Uh, there's a place called I think Alice's or something like that, and I would go out there and get uh, the rib tips. And you know, the, the guys in the window chopping it up. Yeah. Like this three-inch thick window. <laughs> yeah. Do you gotta look up Honey One and go get the rib the, the combo bucket? Really? Yeah. Rib tips and hot links. Because I think County does the same thing, right? They got the rib tips as well. Like they Do they? Yeah, probably. On top of the bread and stuff. Yeah, like but County is like fancy barbecue. Like yeah. Honey One's like like hood. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I used to go there. Like, I used to go to Alice's. I think it was like. 37th. I've heard of that place. Yeah. 37th or something like that. And they, and it's like, I mean, this guy standing outside and there's like, you kind of like want to run in and run out really fast. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's... Are, are they like behind bulletproof glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> nice, nice, you know, nice. you get the hot links, uh, the half pound of, yeah. of, or the whole pound or the... Was it a full slap, a half slap, or something like that? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I usually get the combo bucket, man. Just yeah. Links in there, too. All right, I got to check that out. Yeah. Um, it's man, awesome. Thanks for uh, having us here. Uh, thanks for creating the idea with me. You know? <laughs> no, thanks for coming in. I'm glad that uh, you know, it was a part of the inception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah here we are doing it. Yeah. If two men have a baby, it would be a podcast about beer. <laughs> That's what we should yeah. call it. Two yeah. <laughs> two men and a baby. Two men and a beer, maybe. Two men and a beer. Two beers and a baby. Two beers and a baby. Two beers and a baby. Yeah. That's my wife, by the way. Uh, Hi. I'm in. the producer. She's been here this whole time. She's the producer. She's yeah, I'm the producer. Produ- production assistant. Production assistant and a producer. Get it right. Both. <laughs> Actually, we do a podcast together, Mr. and Mrs. Smith Talk Relationships. So check that out at iTunes and our website, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, I just turned into my uh, radio announcer voice. <laughs> but uh, thanks, man. Thanks for ha- having us. Yeah, and thanks, thanks for coming for by out. and making us a part of it. Yeah, Appreciate it's uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. So uh, come out to uh, Dry Hop and test their beers. It's pretty 31 good. Thirty-one fifty-five North Broadway. Yeah, and a burger, which I'm about to eat uh, soon, which my wife already scarfed down. She's not even paying attention. Uh, it's delicious. <laughs> I have the itis right now. Oh, the itis. The itis. I think you have to smoke to get the itis. Yeah. That's part of the equation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the beer, the hamburger, smoke, and then you got the itis. Uh, but thanks a lot, man. Uh, and uh, I've definitely... Uh, so I go to the Laugh Factory some every now right and then. Right down the street. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so maybe like... After open mic or something like that. You say you guys are here on Wednesday. You might be Usually, here. yeah. Just I think you might still have my number. Just shoot me a text. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Know. And uh, come hang out. And yeah, come check you out at open mic. Yeah. And come hug you. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> see, me, see me humiliate myself for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm pretty funny. Uh, I got I to gotta build that confidence up. <laughs> like, so I won't feel bad when I get on stage. But uh, thanks for, thanks for uh, doing this. Um, And uh, see you guys to the next episode. Uh, Peace. Peace. Hey, don't be an idiot. Be responsible.